Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment coming off Hollywood's biggest night last night, 95th Academy Awards. What a run, huh? And the end of another exhausting award season in Hollywood. I mean, the, the shows are fun. They're all fun. In a vacuum, they're fun. It was fun. I watched the Academy Awards last night. I was like, okay, I'm enjoying this. Good. Okay. That's fine. In a vacuum. But when... It, it feels good that now now the countdown to the next award season officially has begun. I think <laughs> right. we're only like about 200 days out. So this is very exciting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a... Uh, it was... It was fine. It was an, it, it an eventful show. Yeah. Which I suppose is a win. Considering years past where we've had the wrong best picture winner announced, we've had a dude slap another dude. Right. Isn't great. Yeah, not not their best. Now, listen, do you want to do a montage or do you want to wax poetic and let people hear your voice? Let's montage it. Okay, great. Here you go. If you missed it, this is some of the big categories uh, that happened last night at the Oscars. Here's who won. For best animated feature, oh. and the Oscar goes to Guillermo del Toro's yeah. Pinocchio for performance by an actor in a supporting role. <laughs> performance by an actress in a supporting role. Jamie Lee Curtis! For achievement in directing. Everything, everywhere, <laughs> For performance by an actor in a leading role. Brendan Fraser. For a performance by an actress in a leading role. Michelle Yeoh. For best picture. Everything, everywhere. Here's the wrong takeaway. Hmm. How about Harrison Ford's voice? It's getting more and more badass the older he gets. I think that's what happens as you get older. Your voice gets thinner. No, no, but I, I don't think everyone's voice gets more badass as they grow up. Oh, you up. think that's... I think this is everything, everything, everywhere, all at once. Like if he orders Cossers. at a restaurant right now, like it's going to be too. awesome. Okay. You know? All right. That's your takeaway. Wrong takeaway. I it's stated fine. it's the wrong takeaway. It's fine. I guess I got to watch everything everywhere all at once. That's That was my real takeaway was I, I need to watch... Yeah. This and more. Boy, it you looks do. nuts. It's it looks nuts. nuts. It is absolutely bonkers. Holly, have you seen it? Yes. What, your thoughts? Uh, very much enjoyed it. Well deserved Oscar. Yeah. And yeah, you're going to have editing. to. Yeah, you're going to have to sit down and uh, commit to a couple hours with that movie. I, I was reading an article on The Hollywood Reporter and <laughs> they were talking about 
this the person who did the write up was saying, look, I, I like out there movies. I like it when they take risks. But he said, had you gone back to, let's say, like, I believe it was 1980, Gandhi wins Best Picture. Right. And had you said, hey, by the way, time traveler here, let me close the show. Uh, just so you know, in 43 years, <laughs> this will win. And then just right. play a quick little teaser trailer. Right. It, you know, it just sort of yeah. shows you the, the different ways that you can get the attention of the Academy. Right. Well, the thing with that movie, it's just a little bit of everything. You know, it's like... Uh, a mother-daughter story. It's about what could have been and what actually is. It's part um, a superhero. It's it's just every. It's part um, immigrant story. It's got a little bit of everything. It's a little cartoonish at times, and then it's dramatic at times. It's just it's everything everywhere. All at once. I saw it abbreviated for the first time this weekend as E-E-A-A-O. <laughs> and I like that <laughs> part of it. So, yeah, I'll have to check it out. Um, my speech of the night. I didn't watch every speech. I, I had remote in hand as I watched. It's okay. Um, but I really liked one thing in particular about Jamie Lee Curtis's speech. I just loved the the recognition of we we won an Oscar because that is such an opportunity for the wrong person to go up and just say, because of my hard work, you know, you can make it, you get the statue. You're the one who goes home with it. It only goes on your mm-hmm. mantle. But I really thought it was is nicely put how she referenced Me all of the other people. And she went through a couple different categories in her life of, Hey, listen to the talk, or let me talk about these people. We want an Oscar. Talk about these people. We want an Oscar. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, uh, and I don't know if she meant to go to go from we to I or not, but she was talking about her parents who had mm-hmm. both been nominated. And then she said, I won an Oscar. And I thought that was sweet because that's what a child would say to their parent. Right. You know, Aww. so I thought it was I thought it was really, uh, really sweet. There were a lot of sweet moments. There was a moment where I can't remember. Uh, was it a documentary winner? The Irish Goodbye, I mm-hmm. believe. Where one of the young men from the movie was celebrating his birthday. I love that moment. I mean, could you imagine you've got that memory for the rest of your life for all of Hollywood? And listen, this sounds so like silly, but you know, celebrities, they're just like us. That's you know what you haven't I seen? That some, to my friend oh, is that right? And she rolled her eyes. Because, but seriously, I mean, silly as it is, tell me how many times you've seen a celebrity sing happy birthday to someone. It just felt like this very like common, endearing, sweet moment that I thought, oh, this is this is nice. This is different. That was really nice. And somebody else who won, you know how when you're at a concert and they turn behind them and they go in on drums from Tupelo, Mississippi. Give it up for there was somebody who came up um, representing everybody and he because you've only got 45 seconds, not everyone's going to get to speak. He Basically introduced everyone behind him who was a part of, you know, the project who deserved to be up there. I liked that. That was great. I mean, there's so much to talk about. The fashion, the uh, the um, um, the red carpet. Awkward stuff. red carpet moments. We'll play a, a oh Hugh gosh. Grant's exchange with uh, Ashley Graham. We'll do that at about 945. For and sure. it sort of got the, it's interesting, kind of has the internet. Not not split. Maybe splits a little bit harsh, but there are elements that are like, oh, Hugh, and other people that are like, 
but oh, Ashley. So we'll have that conversation. Yeah. We'll let you listen to it. Absolutely. Um, yourself, we both have takes on that. Yeah, there's uh, there were a couple of presenters that totally remind me of the two of us. I almost texted you last night while I was watching the one that you put in and said, this is us. That's <laughs> so this, funny. This is us. So we will play that in a bit. I will say uh, real quick, one little miss for me, a little misfire. Jimmy Kimmel doing the audience Q&A. Yeah. I love seeing the host out in the audience, but listen, God love Malala and the wonderful work that she's done, but she might not be your go-to if you're looking for <laughs> improv comedy. Ooh, and, I was under the impression that this was a setup. That it was all scripted? Yeah. I don't think so, though. Can I say I feel like it should have been better if it was scripted? Correct. From And I'm not just talking about Malala. He went from Malala... Um, who did he talk to? Not Nicole Kidman. Somebody she thought he was Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain. Did you also did you notice that Nicole Kidman they switched to seating there? Like Keith Urban was behind her during that sketch, a row behind her, and to the to her right. I was like, what's up with that? Did they switch? Why are they switching seats here? I didn't know they were sitting next to each other to begin with. Well, shouldn't they be Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban? I don't know. Sometimes They're husband they, and wife. Sometimes they put you with your cast. No. I don't know. Donna. Leave me alone. Maybe she just wanted some space. Like <laughs> <laughs> the Oscars. Hey, Keith, go back to row four. I need some space right now. Boy, that'd be a bummer. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Jimmy Kimmel did, in fact. He had to do the obligatory reference to the slap from last year. We'll let you hear that. Uh, And then the two celebrities that reminded both Donna and I (laughs) of both Donna and I. We'll get into that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. The Canopy Group. Hey, we're coming up on St. Patty's Day. Going to be here in a jiffy. You know the luck of the Irish, right? Well, do you make practical decisions based on being lucky, huh? Do you? You have one agent representing only one company for your home and your auto insurance, and what? Are you just hoping that they're lucky enough to have the best coverage at the best price forever? With one single source, all right, look, at the Canopy Group, they wish you only the best of luck in all things, but they also believe that you deserve more than luck when it comes to your home and your auto insurance. You need to rely on a proven process. The Canopy Group... Their process carefully selects their 40 professionals who work on your behalf, and then they hand-select their 16 companies who run thousands of different insurance scenarios each month. And that due diligence and hard work results in the best coverage at the best price for Canopy clients. No luck involved. Just a disciplined and dedicated approach to serving you. New clients enjoy an average savings of over 800 bucks. Check them out, thecanopygroup.com. Welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got Holly Roberts with us for hour one. Matt Belanger will be joining us in about, I don't know. If he makes it up here on time. In, uh, 12 minutes. I know. I hope he makes it. Yeah, me too. We think Matt got here before Donna and I, and he was on the air at that time. He was on 45 TV. 45. He really, he, when you see him in the halls, you see the, it's, now I know what you mean, the obnoxious pomp of yeah. a television person, Boy, a local television I'm star. I'm telling you, this guy, is, a lot. is there anyone louder in this oh building? Oh my gosh. Right. I am everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> There's only one person in this building <laughs> that makes me. Matt, get out of here. One person in the building who I'm makes me look low energy, and it's Matt Belanger. Okay, all right. I'm going to sit here I and mean, listen to your beautiful show in. here right. until it's We're my turn. Okay, bye. Bye. Um, Okay, so Jimmy Kimmel, what did you, you just thought he was just kind of meh? I thought it was fine. Yeah, I I didn't think that the monologue, I thought the monologue had some hits, 
And at other times, like I remember a specific moment, him sort of belaboring on a Spielberg bit. It just yeah. felt like maybe we could just keep moving a little bit. It just, but you know, that might be a personal taste thing for me. I feel like he, if you watch his show ever, Jimmy Kimmel mm-hmm. Live, he's a different kind of a pacing. Yeah. He like, he'll say a joke and boom, he's right into the next thing. And he doesn't let it breathe. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just felt that it, it, I thought it was fine, but there were certainly moments where I, where I was chuckling in my chair. And then after that, you know, it just sort of goes away. And then he comes back like maybe an hour and a half later. <laughs> everybody says it's a no, you know, a no win thing. Cause everybody's going to critique you. I feel like this is one of the easiest, <laughs> truly like, uh, let me say this, not easiest. If you are a host or if you're a comedian, this you're dreaming for this. Cause all you've got to do is come up with a really good punchy eight minutes with a team of writers that's easy to do i think because you have all these celebrities so you have you're you're poking fun at all these celebrities and movies so you've already been told write a joke about this write a joke about that and i then love you get that to you say it's so easy eight I love minutes this. This is but if you're a comedian or a host like if you're jimmy kimmel you have no trepidation this is a i i would feel like he would think this is a dream because all you need are eight great minutes about big name celebrities and big movies and then after that, you just come in and you do 30 seconds on stage, 30 seconds on stage, 30 seconds on stage. That part's probably a little easier. Oh, I'd love to do a monologue at the Oscars. That would be a dream. Maybe, and then people might say the next day, wow, he was awful. Also, who was he? But still, <laughs> I feel like it would be such a, so much fun to do Put that. Put it on your vision board. Yes, Queen! All right, well, uh, he did address last year's Oscar slap, and this is what he had to say. Ooh, hold oh, on. Oh, sorry, uh, Hold on. I didn't put a link in because I couldn't get it. Let, but Let me find a slap, and here it is. We know this is a special night for you. We uh, want you to have fun. We want you to feel safe. And most importantly, we want me to feel safe. So we have strict policies in place. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show, you will be awarded the Oscar for Best Actor (laughs) and permitted to give a 19-minute long speech. No, but seriously, the Academy has a crisis team in place. If anything unpredictable or violent happens during the ceremony, just do what you did last year. Nothing. There and do absolutely nothing. <laughs> That's great. That's a very funny. That was funny. Yeah, that was good. I didn't mind and that. And then at the end of the show, I feel like there was one other reference, maybe like mid-show somewhere. And then uh, at the very end of the show, I thought it was a good little bit. He walks off stage. The camera's there waiting in the wings. Jimmy Kimmel exits stage right and then turns over a consecutive Oscars without incident and takes it Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. From zero and then turns the card over. Now it says one. You might not have seen that. I don't that. think I saw very, that. Yeah, it was a cute little bit. And it was, so now as he walked away, like checking out from a factory days on the job without right, incident. Right, right, right consecutive oscars without incident has that's now cute. been turned to one okay, and then he, a funny bit. you know dapped up the cocaine bear who had been hanging around all night <laughs> <laughs> that was another funny moment i like the elizabeth banks cocaine like, first bear of all, she trips and she's like he tripped me yes. <laughs> you know she's good she's very funny she's very likable and she powered through of ill voice yeah, I, I don't know what sort of hoarse. sickness she had but yeah it was tougher to get the words out but very funny bit with cocaine bear because <laughs> <laughs> she was talking about like if we didn't have cgi this is what it would have looked like. Right, <laughs> you know, a guy just, in a suit. That's exactly right. Um, okay. Presumably on cocaine, she went on to say. Yeah, very funny. Uh, Emily Blunt and The Rock came out to present, and I was so, I felt that it was so relatable to my everyday job. And I did as well. <laughs> Go figure. Donna related with Emily Blunt trying to keep a pace. Audio's not great in this clip, but you'll get the You'll gist. get it. And I, of course, related well, with my body double, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I yes. like that yeah. as I walked out later. <laughs> Hello. We know the show just started, so we're going to get straight to the point. We're here to present the award for Best Animated Feature. Ah. Yeah. Yes. Animation. But where does one even begin to adequately capture the magic that is animated film? Um, I don't know, but that's why we're here. So these are the nominees for Best Animated. And let's think about it. Long night. That word, animation. Like many words, it comes from the mother tongue, Latin. Oh my God. Its root meaning? To bestow life, huh? Dwayne, we just need to keep this moving, because do you see they're exhausted just even at this? Emily, is it, yes, it's, it, it's, no, we're just wasting time. You know, I mean, really think about it. Is it really wasting time to say that animation is the very definition of film, artfully telling sufficient, thank you. You know what? See that? Yeah. Yeah. Artfully, thank you guys, artfully telling sophisticated <laughs> narratives frame by frame. That it's tied to the origin of cinema itself and encompasses a whole array of visual styles and techniques as displayed by, thank you, the nominees this year. <laughs> that is very, very nice. Thank you. Very, very that is nice. so you and me. Every time. You couldn't. <laughs> You are so dying. ready for the next thing, and I am just like, I'm sure there's a few more things we could say about this. Do we have to move on? The mother's tongue, he says. The mother tongue. I you was know. dying. I'm like, this is me and my challenge every day. If you want a good <laughs> laugh, I I, uh, I never did see Jungle Cruise, which they were in. They started in together. However, I did watch a lot of their press because they put out bloopers. The two of them together. Very cute. Doing junkets. Donna, they're hilarious. Their comedic yeah. timing and sort of the repartee that they have with one another, it is it's so stinking yeah, funny. it's funny. I've seen some of it. But I thought that same exact thing. I was like, Emily, let him, let him. He's got something. And He's I'm got like, gold okay. here. I'm like, Dwayne, wrap it up. This is a long show. And that is so you when she said, <laughs> it, was, it was the first category of the night, and she said, Dwayne, they're already exhausted. That's your <laughs> approach to our listeners. It's like, Steve, come on. They're bored with us. Let's go. It's so true. Tongue. All right, we're going to take a break from the Oscars and come back with the big three from Maddie B. Speaking of already bored.
Hey, sorry. No, 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 sorry. We <laughs> no, love you. Not you. It's All right. a no, he's got Maddie three great know. things we're going to talk about. All right, bye. Bye. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment and our very special weekly guest. Come on, Matt, talk to me. That's that guy from the TV. That is one messed up little dude. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Talking with Matt on Monday. If on your Monday morning Donna and Steve bingo card, you had Donna saying shut up to Matt before we even went on the air. You can mark that spot. <laughs> Listen, I'm not the one who left her phone in a vending machine or whatever this morning. Donna's had a morning. You had a morning. She, well, I asked her to morning. pick me up a sandwich. I said, hey, bring me a sandwich up here. I'm, I'm, uh, Pappy's hungry. So what happened was I already <laughs> I already paid for my sandwich, and oh. I was getting ready to walk out. So I took my phone, and I went, oh, man, Patterson's hungry. texting me. So I put my phone down, went and got a sandwich for you, got paid it. for it, left the phone on the counter. You're okay. welcome, by the way. Thank you for getting it, course, Matt. But then we were like doing this whole conversation off the air about, you know. Matt goes, what's your gross out, like gross out level when it comes to dogs? And I go, I won't do anal glands. And then I said, I cut off old dried poop off my dog's fur last week. Wow. And then Matt goes, oh, we're no. changing it to wet food. Where's the gross in this? Listen. Quick, for those of you who are just joining this conversation, just everyone, except for us three, <laughs> yeah. and plus Holly, uh, uh, Donna's watching Mike Corgis while we're going on a trip in June, and we just watched, actually it's kind of entertainment related, we watched um, this show on Netflix called Pet Fooled. It's like food with food in there. Oh, and it's a documentary, oh. kind of like a revealing thing about like what is in kibble and you know raises questions about the pet food industry. And it inspired us so much that we decided to change our little guy's diets. So we're going to switch to, it's a, it's a raw diet. Don't come at me with all kinds of, uh, well, they're going to get salmonella. So just but whatever, we're pre, comfortable with doing this and it's safe. Right? It's yeah, pre, it's pre-measured in a little thing oh, and you yeah. just ploop a patty into their little bowl and they awesome. eat it and they love it. And they're, you know, they evolved from wolves. Right. So their bodies can they handle this. They eat organs. And, mm, that's the first yeah. thing I think they go for when God, they... Cook. They eat vomit. Here's my question. <laughs> Fisher um, eats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah. I, don't even, I don't even clean. My, when, if I see my dog yakking near the door, I just give it five. I'm not going to go over there with like a spritzer and a towel. I'm like, give it five minutes. He's like a, a Roomba. Wow. But here's my question. Yes, sir. What? Um, who, who got Ew. the raise? Oh, I know. It is more expensive. It is Kyle, more expensive. Kyle got, I did not get okay. trust me. <laughs> Kyle got the raise. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, that's Kyle's great. employer. Okay, wonderful. Uh, yeah, because that's, yeah. that's it's that's a commitment. Moolah, right? But it, honestly, you know, you, you do what you got to do. I mean, you love your little fur babies. So anyway, Is there a yeah. way you could do like every other day? Well, that's what we're going to do as we try it out because you can't just like switch no, the food. No, you have food. to mix it we a mix, little, little by little. And we might like stretch that out and do a little of this little of that see how it's going but i wanted to just gauge so it sounds like you'd be okay, okay if it's something you yes, can just plop in a bowl absolutely All number right. one. Oh yeah oh the, here we go the real reason blood. that you sorry called. i thought that was entertaining and probably wow. relatable number one <laughs> okay these are not very uplifting <laughs> great sorry very few people are getting enough sleep I mean, I know it's not shocking, but uh, we just had daylight saving time change right. over the weekend, yeah. so everybody's all messed up today. I'm Researchers not. took a look at um, 2.9 million nights of sleep. They analyzed oh, wow. data from Apple Watches. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. And of the 42,000 people who were tracked with their watches and they got this information, only 31% got seven hours of sleep or more per night. Wow. Which is obviously the recommended amount, seven to nine. I, I think it's a lifestyle thing. Like if you have kids, you're getting less sleep, yeah. right? Yeah. Dwayne Johnson 
we keep going back to like how do how do these how do some people who are highly functional and do really well mm-hmm. go on like four hours of sleep? I just don't understand it. I mean, they're very successful. Sometimes I, you know, if we're up late, you know, late meaning like past six, you know, and then you got a short and then do the show the next morning, uh, I'll nap. But yeah. I can't. You can't sustain that. Like I don't want to be an everyday napper, napper. person. Mm-hmm. Naps kind of like an emergency, and I couldn't sleep the night before type of a thing. Right. But I'll try to try to get my eight hours, but it doesn't always happen. What do you do but, on the weekend? You get better sleep, but longer sleep yeah, on I the just weekend. Sleep, I sleep in, you know. Okay. But sleeping in is like till seven, you know, and then your body's yeah. like, let's go, because it's so used to what you do during the week. Anyway, sure. so this study found that a lot. Hey, you're not alone if you're not getting seven to nine hours of sleep, which is the recommendation from the American Heart Association. And of course, they say that that can, you know, not getting enough sleep's not good for your body because it can lead to health complications so yeah you're not alone we're all in this struggle together. you're not going to tell us how to get more sleep though are you <clears throat> no he said no. it was depressing donna all right yeah, this is it how about we do number, number two. two even more sad news Great. collectively americans lost nearly nine billion dollars to scammers in 2021 wow nine billion uh yeah that's, that's shocking cool. and while the number of cases of fraud is actually down the amount of money taken is oh, up. per time. So yep. they're getting away with more money per case of fraud. Imposter and investment scams are the most common. And here's the shocking thing. Young people ages 20 to 29 oh. are the ones losing the most money. You know I thought what? you were going to say doing the most scamming. <laughs> <laughs> wow, no way, really. No, right, so everyone thinks like, oh, the seniors, you know, right. they're taking advantage yeah. of the elderly. That's not it at all because think, um, well, the experts say that a lot of these investment schemes are like buy some Bitcoin or whatever. And yeah. so it's a lot of cryptocurrency type things. Yeah. You know, again, cryptocurrency is its own legitimate thing, but a lot of people use the confusion about it yes. to maybe create a scam and get away with your money. So you got to be oh, really careful sad. about all that. So uh, I can help you with scamming. Did you, oh, yeah. Do you have a thought on scamming? Well, I saw, just to show you how advanced some of these guys are, Mark Rober, who's a former NASA engineer, has a YouTube channel, does one YouTube video a month, mm. and they're always very well done. And he has made it part of his mission to try to go after scammers. One of the scams that they do, and they, they show it happening live on two computers, is someone calls, in this case, elderly woman, okay? okay? Elderly woman, uh, and they, they, they talk about something in her account. And at one point, what they do, as they have access to her computer, you know, ma'am, is it okay, that whole kind of thing? Sure. They make it look like they have accidentally deposited $20,000 into her account. And so then she's looking at a thing that looks like her, let's say, Wells Fargo account, sure. and it looks like she just got 20000 Guy on the phone says, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose my job. Oh my gosh, that was such a huge mistake. Ma'am, I need you to send that back. Oh my gosh. And he just is going Whoa. through this thing, and she's like, okay, okay, just tell me what I need oh, to do. My. And then she sends him back the $20,000 that was never actually deposited, that mm. came from a big savings account that she had at this point in her life. Right. And that's how he, and then, thank you, ma'am, that's all we need. Click, boom. $20,000 gone, $20, gone like that. Yeah. And you watch it happen. Wow. Oh, Mark Rover's the YouTube channel. Gosh. Well, here's the thing. Uh, to help you avoid becoming a victim to that, that one of the big tips is to slow down just what you talked about scammers all often create this like false sense of urgency and mm. emergency you got to do it right now hurry up it's a you know problem uh, so that's one thing that you can always pump the brakes a little bit there and say what's really going on here uh, and if anything that's you know where you're being asked to cash a check and return some money or anything involving prepaid go- cards or gift cards right. red flags for sure okay. you know what yeah. else some you know when spring comes around 
all the solicitors come around, right? Like, hey, I, I could look at your trees. Yeah. I could do this. I had a guy come one time, did part of the work, and then tried pulling one of those things where he's like, hey, can you pay me right now because the bank's going to close and I got to make this deposit? And I said, absolutely not. Yeah, no. But thanks for asking. That's- I said, I will pay you when the job is done. Great. Because reminder. he was going to go, job, he was going to take off and then never come back. Yep. Like then you'd have a bunch of half pruned trees. Oh, you damn right. And don't get him started on trees. All the debris left. I know, I know right? Somebody said the, Steve's trigger the, word. My trigger word. And then all <laughs> the debris. happy. Debris still left in your driveway, you know, because yeah. they're pulling it out and then they're, they, they'll chip it right there. But yeah, yeah. he would have taken off and then I would have been responsible for all that. One of the best pieces of advice that I've heard that I always carry with me is if someone calls you and says they're with X, the IRS, the whatever, some big. Say, okay, fine, uh, you know, I'll believe, but get, I will call you back. How do I, what's your extension? And then you look up on your own the real number to the IRS and then say, I want to speak with Bob. This has happened to me and, too. And, and then, we've played it on the air. We've played yes. my conversation with this woman and she's like, well, there's going to be a warrant for your arrest. I go, great. <laughs> and then she goes, um, well, I'm recording you. I go, cool, because cool. I'm recording you too. And then at the end, Donna, never uh, missing a moment, said, could you just quickly say, you're listening to My Talk 1071, <laughs> everything entertainment. It's a whole it thing. Great. You have no, to call is, the Federal Trade Commission sure. and report them because there is a callback number. They call, leave a message. Yeah, but, yeah, but you get to cross reference that and like check it with a reputable source. You know, right. Don't just call their number back. Look up the number from wherever they right. say they're from, and right. then you'll know you have that organization. Hey, Got right. it. How about number, number three? three. St. Pat. On a lighter note, St. Patrick's go. Day is coming up later this week, yeah. right? Uh, some, they already had some of the partying happening in St. Paul this past weekend. They kind of did it early, but the, everybody loves a parade. Mm, and they do a big, don't they? St. Paul. Well, I guess not everybody. Donna. But. Yeah, come on. I'm trying Donna. to stay happy. <laughs> I'm with you, Donna. Donna. Right here. Solidarity, Donna. Thank you, Solidarity. Holly. Whatever. What do you guys like, I like about... A, I like a street festival. Yeah. I like, I like a on. concert. Uh-huh. I like Grand Old Day. Are you just inner... childs and you two ladies Sheesh. just shriveled up and dead? I mean, the inner kid in all of us is yeah, like a parade, on. a fire truck. You gotta stake out your spot with your folding chair. Yeah. Look, I was in marching band. I know the deal. I was I in drum corps, so I know the deal. Why as don't well. you like it? I don't know. I don't really get it. Forced fun. Yeah. Is awesome. (laughs) Isn't that what they do here by putting us all in a room together and say, make it interesting for three hours? Yeah, I guess I could be. (laughs) Anyway. um, It's not my jam. Real quick, if you do like parades, Donna can just keep shopping online, whatever. St. Paul's (laughs) Grand Day, St. Patrick's Day Parade. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, We'll start Friday at noon. Again, the St. Paul Parade, the big one, Rice Park, all the way to Mears Park. And there's an after party at CHS Field. $5 to buy your ticket to that in advance. $10 at the door if you want okay. to go. Parade and party. Boom. Um, and then there's another one, the Minneapolis version of the St. Patrick's Day Parade, the St. Patrick's Day Association, winding through Columbia Heights. Mm. Um, so just, you know, right outside Minneapolis there. Uh, it starts at 6, and there's an after party there, too, oh. that will be at the rec center, and tickets to that are $10. Start at $10. That's not bad. Nice. There you go. All right. And then, they, of course, they dyed the River Green in Chicago. So Oh, that's fun. That's oh, yeah, that's fun, always so. fun. I wonder how much dye that takes. It's non-toxic. I did look that up. It's like food-grade... Would you let your dogs drink out of it? I don't think so. Mm. I mean, raw food guy now. Yeah. Know. Well, we, we, it's it, it's in the mail. <laughs> I feel What's like um, former, former 5 Eyewitness News anchor. Darwin's. Darwin's. Got it. Thank you. 
um, Jackie Kane, who you worked with mm-hmm. here and in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she does she do raw food, I think or, she, or is she like hand? She was like making it. She was in really intense level of dedication. We looked into the make your own kind of a safe diet thing and it's yeah. just a lot of work. Yeah. And so right. and I wouldn't want to mess it up and so but we you gotta really vet your company. Um and so we found one that we're gonna try and we'll see. You know, okay. we're not like I'm not ready to stand on top of the mountain and scream, this is the best thing ever because we haven't even done it yet. But we'll see how the dogs take to it. But okay. but I do believe that it might be a better alternative. Maybe you could do it as a topper to save some money. Thank you. I think they're trying to avoid the kibble. The, these are the, the this this happens sometimes, right? You watch a documentary, mm-hmm. you look victims. at each other afterward, and you say, <laughs> "Well, life has to change now." Right. Yeah, there's that guy on Instagram. He's a doctor, doc, doctor Harvey something something. I don't know what his name is, but anyway, okay. he um, there's it's like clickbait. You yeah. click on this thing, and then you end up watching like a 45 minute video. And I'm like, why am I watching this? I like, don't to, even have a dog. And then it's like, buy this plan for you know they sell <laughs> right. the sales the sales pitch. Right, and it's in. all about that dogs you know need organ meat, and there's so many fillers and kibble. Yeah. So I'll let you know how it goes. We'll see. It's gonna, okay. We can do this journey together. All right, yes. Matt. Yes. Well, okay. I'll see you on the TV tomorrow morning, 4.30 a.m., 5 Eyewitness News. Thanks. Wow. Bye. There he is. Uh, Matty B. from yes. TV, Mondays at 9.30. We love it when he stops by. When we come back, mm-hmm. we will let you hear uh, what a lot of folks are talking about that happened on the red carpet last night. It involved Ashley Graham interviewing Hugh Grant. And we'll let you make up your own mind. You'll, we'll play the interview for you. It's only about a minute. Uh, we'll play it and then discuss when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Don and Steve, my talk 1071, where talk is fun as we have proven all morning long. Hey, coming up today, 1030. Me, it'd be great to get a first time caller today at 1030 when we play the fun. College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's fun. Everybody gets to play along, everybody who listens, but only one makes it through. So we'd love to uh, have somebody help us a little bit later on. Uh, also, I'm going to later on today in 1130, at 1130, mm-hmm. I'm going to play. What for me was sort of a highlight of the Oscars last night, and it's funny because then I read somebody else saying, "Oh gosh, gross! Why did they put that in there?" Really? So we'll get to that. Oh, at, I'm curious now. At eleven thirty. Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, I think we have both seen things, and we mm-hmm. both need to say things, and we'll do that right now. All right. Does it say that again? Say things. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. May I start by saying, what happened to the red carpet coverage? It used to be pretty good. You know, I I think uh, Ryan Seacrest, decent. You know, he's a pro. Uh, Nancy O'Dell used to do it. She she was a pro. I feel like they're trying out these new people. And maybe they should be covering a different red carpet until they get really good at it. You know, it's funny. The Oscars, having worked the red carpet circuit before, that is, of course, the most coveted red carpet that you want to get to. There's this whole process that you have to go through of applying to get there. Oh, wow. And then each individual, whichever outfit you work for, there's usually only one. If you're a big outlet, they might allow two folks there. Right. Um, which means 
they're only sending the best to the best. That's sort of what you're used to, right? So there are a lot of even accomplished people within that same network right. or station group, and they're like, oh, man, Jim gets to go this year, but they could have sent me. I wish I could have gone. Right. So, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, I mean, it's the Oscars. It's the biggest you, record of the You kind of want somebody that you, uh, you're familiar with their work, their interview styles, like a Jeremy Parsons would have been great. Right. On the red carpet. Well, they have Vanessa Hudgens, who's actually doing a pretty good job. And this is on ABC. Right. Okay. This and which is like the premiere, which means you get everybody. Right. You get the best places on the carpet. Yeah. 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 Okay. So they had Vanessa Hudgens. I saw her very, very briefly. I pretty much missed all the red carpet stuff except what we're about to talk okay, about. Okay. Then there's Ashley Graham, who is a model and, you know, kind of branching out a little bit. Okay. And has she done red carpets before? I feel like she has. Okay. I feel like she has, but I, I feel like maybe she's just still a little too green to be in such a huge, you know, such a huge event like this that the world is watching. So Hugh Grant comes up and she starts interviewing him and um he's just not he's just not playing nice. We can play the whole thing because it's only the entire interview uh only lasted a little over a minute and you'll quickly hear why. We'll let you listen and then we'll discuss on the other side. You are a veteran of the Oscars and you've been here a few times. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about coming to the Oscars? Um well, uh, it's fascinating. It's uh, it's uh, uh, the whole of humanity is here. It's uh, it's Vanity Fair. Oh, it's all about Vanity yeah. Fair. Yes, that's where we let loose and have a little bit of fun. Um, what are you most excited to see tonight? To see? Yeah. Well, I know that you probably watched a few of the movies. Are you excited to see anybody win? Do you have your hopes up for anyone? Um, not not no no one in particular. Okay. Well. What are you wearing tonight, then? Mm. Just my suit. Your suit? Who yeah. made your suit? You didn't make it. Um, I can't remember. My tailor. That's okay. Yeah. Ta- shout out to the tailor. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? It was such an amazing film. I really loved it. I love a thriller. How fun is it to shoot something like that? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. Yeah, but yeah. still, you showed up and you had fun, right? Uh, almost. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much. It was nice to talk to you. Yeah. And then he walks away and he rolls his eyes like, what was that? Uh. That's, that's what I, that caught me the most where he just made a face like, okay. Oh, I missed, I missed the face. Oh, Steve, you got to look at the face. I mean, he basically was like, almost like looking at your friend, like, okay. No, he was staring into the void. Yeah. Toward the end of the interview. He was like, okay. <laughs> okay, so it, she made a couple of rookie mistakes there. Okay, this guy's had a huge career, right? He's in Glass Onion. Literally, I think, for 20 seconds? Yeah. I mean, he he's answers got a, the door. He's got a new Guy Ritchie movie out that came out last weekend. Which is probably what he wanted to promote. Sure. And so she asks him, and he, even my my roommate who was sitting there when she asked the question, he looked at me and he goes, he was in that for like, barely. Like you blink and you miss some. Yeah, and then he mentioned the book Vanity Fair, and then she was like, oh, the Vanity Fair party. And I was like, oh. 
Oh, see, I didn't even understand that. Oh, yeah. Vanity Fair as in like... Yeah, he was making reference to the phrase and to the book and all that stuff, and she was just thinking about the party, but it was just like, oh, you... Secondhand embarrassment. With that question, I thought he just meant like, it's just about like, you know, it's it's just one big fashion show. It's like essentially the Met Or it's like a ball. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Well, here's here's the thing, though. I think... um, that two things can be true at the same time, which is you might be better. She might be better set up for success working her way up to that so that she's got just a better repertoire of questions. Or how about a, a producer in well, your I ear? I bet you she know? did, though, because and maybe they were like, oh, yeah. And he was, oh, we, we left him in Glass Onion or, or somebody references it or it's on the one sheet of Hugh Grant. And it's like the most recent thing that he did was that besides the thing, the Guy Ritchie thing that had just come out. But it's like toward the top of his IMDb. I could see being um, having piecemeal information and then kind of going from there. So the questions weren't great and all that, but let us now also, so that can be true, right? Green, you, you want to see someone who's got right. their feet under them uh, a little bit more like a Robin Roberts, something like that. Right. Also can be true at the same time. Hugh, throw her a bone. Maybe just choose to be a little nicer in that moment. We were talking before the show, the glass onion thing could have been like, oh my gosh, it's funny. I never talk about that because I was hardly in it, but you saw me. So that's proof, everybody. I was in yeah, glass onion. Been you could be kind. funny about it. You could be nice. And I, I, I felt like it wouldn't have been hard for Hugh to make that exchange better. It would not have been taxing on celebrity Hugh Grant on, right. you know, like you could throw her a bone a little bit. And I get it. Also, the questions lack teeth or aren't as sharp or as interesting. But imagine as that instead of Hugh Grant, that that were Jamie Lee Curtis, she would have handled that. So differently. Right. She would have been joking and been like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see everybody. Oh, I've seen so many movies. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Yeah. Hugh Grant immensely dry. Yeah. Immensely dry. And somebody like Ashley Graham was not able to handle that energy and meet it. And Hugh Grant yeah. wasn't willing to meet Ashley Graham. Right. Where her energy was. And so exactly. the whole thing right. was off. Quickly. Yeah. It then kind of quickly unravels. Yeah. But she could have asked those kind of questions too. Um, now thinking of another like leading man, George Clooney, and Clooney would have saved her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you he's know? charming. He's, he's George charming. Clooney. Ex- exactly. Oh, right. I mean, I just felt like she's trying. She's over her in over her head. Like there were other people, big stars. Um, I can't remember who in particular, but I remember a couple of people going, hey, by the way, you're doing a great job as they were walking off because they knew this was scary. Yeah, and exactly. And I also don't know that Hugh Grant would have met if those same questions had been delivered by insert other big name. Like if they had to say them verbatim, Robin Roberts, Ryan Seacrest, let's go with those two. Yeah. I bet Hugh Grant would have played a little more ball. I just hope that there wasn't any like of Hugh thinking... Who are you? I don't know you. I don't need to invest here. Yeah. When it's like about yeah. a 90 seconds of niceness probably changes all of that. Yeah. He also said that his face looks like a scrotum. Those are his words about his own face, and that happened later in the telecast. <laughs> so maybe maybe everything's even today. I don't know. I guess so. Uh, on that note, Holly, thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. When <laughs> we come back, oh, Lady Gaga actually ended up performing. Got to talk about that. Rihanna's performance and more.